what's going on? Welcome back to Youth After Dark. My name is Nick, I'm joined here with my wife, Brooke, and as always, Pastor Brian. We just finished up an amazing night. It was Nacho Mania, one of my favorite nights that we have here at True North Youth. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. It's just great. I love you. It's the best. Yeah, that, yes. that cheese was a sus. I didn't have the nacho. <laughs> Like, how old is that, like, Hold on. cheese machine? Hold on. What did she say? Did, did we buy cheese from Y-Buy? Yes, we did. No, what's Y-Buy? Y-Buy, the rental place. Oh. Okay, why buy it? I no, I literally was like, I I don't know. And then I was like, I had some. And I'm, as I'm eating, I'm like, yo, these are busting. I'm like, eat them. And then 10 minutes later, I'm like, yo, my tummy hurts. Yo, these are busting. Yeah, I don't know about busting that. Busting my stomach up. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was good. It was terrible. I'll show myself <laughs> out. <laughs> you said two like the best lines. Why buy it? <laughs> Did you hear what he said when he said like why buy? He's like why buy it? <laughs> no, no. He always does that. Like when you say Kate May, like when we were in Kate May, the first time we went, he's like Kate May, <laughs> more like Kate Stay. <laughs> like the stupidest. Like. So dumb, but it just hit. But it like it's always funny. All right. Well, hey, tonight, Nacho Mania, it was amazing. I didn't have the nachos. Everyone told me they were great. But more importantly, we kicked off five hot nights. We're officially in June. It's, it's hot outside. It's hot inside. It's loud. Yeah. You talked I love about, it. You talked yeah. about the this cost is of the common. This is what we do. This is what we do. Yes, the cost of the Sorry. common. Um, I great. lost. Okay, let we me just all say. Over the I lost my voice. Yeah, I think they know by now. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I think they can tell. <laughs> All right, um, Liana. Uh -huh. who is Liana, but okay. <laughs> She's gonna edit your Liana. voice and post, and it's gonna be like, "All right, guys." <laughs> it's like it's gonna be like one of those Harvey. Chinese voiceovers. Yeah. <laughs> Liana, who's our creative director, usually SCs mm -hmm. with a partner, Tribal Wars. Yeah. yeah. Tonight, our production director was out, yeah. so she stepped in to lead. Stepped in. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, I love doing Tribal Wars." Yeah. yeah. I don't do it. For this reason. For this yeah. reason. I get carried away. Everyone's just filling the gaps. The filling the gaps. I answered the call. I Filled the gap. I counted the cost. You counted the yeah. cost. Counted the cost. <laughs> and now we're paying the price. <laughs> 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 I'm on fire tonight. All right. You All right. It. So the, the cost of Common, uh, we were in Luke 14, correct? Yes. Yeah. And... Yeah. Just to kind of go through it, a quick synopsis of it. I think Christians, we, we, we have these big costs. We go from like, I'm going to follow Jesus, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to die for this. I'm, I'm all in. Mm. And then life becomes consistent yeah. and yeah. becomes common and becomes familiar. So you follow Jesus that first year. Come on. It's mountaintop living. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I get to follow God. And then year two rolls around. Yeah. Year three rolls around. Yeah. Mm. Year four rolls around. Year five. And then, yeah. so what was exciting and, oh my gosh, this is incredible, becomes common and familiar. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, kids are just wrapping themselves. No, in, in no, right no, no. Because this I, is Youth After Dark. I wish they could pan the camera. <laughs> well, we are wrapping up the night. <laughs> and right, so, I'm really done with yeah. And so, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, even a little I'm, just, I'm just throwing a bunch out there. We're seeing what's going on. Obviously, you on fire tonight. No, he throws multiple out knowing that like a few of them will hit. But he's got to shoot his shots. Well, they've all hit. They've all hit. I'm Steph Curry. Okay, so, so basically keeping Jesus the highest priority mm. in your life, yeah. 
when things are common and familiar, yeah. going, hey, this is still number one. Yeah. yeah. And so that's kind of the synopsis. And then I kind of ended it with kind of the flip of um, what you take as common can cost you. Mm. Um, you know, coming in week in and week out into worship, into Sunday services on youth uh, or at youth on Wednesday, those when you start taking things as common and familiar, you start losing reverence for it. Yeah. yeah. And when you start losing reverence for God, you're in a dangerous uh, you know, position. Yeah. And so that's why I think always understanding. That's why having a big view of God. Mm-hmm. Understanding, yes, God is loving. Yeah. He's also holy. Yeah. He's also righteous. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, he's also justice. Mm. He's merciful. And knowing who God is, like, I think, I like think, like, you, you, like, you never arrive following God. Yeah. yeah. Never arrive when you're reading scripture. Yeah. It's always like you're getting it. That, like I, 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 I heard and I say it, um, you only worship God for who you know him to be. Yeah. When you're continually seeking God, it's hard for him to become common and familiar. Yeah. And so um, the, the, there is cost in the common. And when everyone else is doing the same thing, going after the same things, you're going to ask something different. That's just common every day following Jesus. And so that's kind of the, a synopsis of of the night. One of those things, pre- preparation will protect you, um, is massive of going like, hey, when you understand, when you follow Jesus, you're counting the cost. Mm-hmm. When, the, when, those, when that bill comes, you know what? You're like, hey, as Paul say, I count everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing God. Yeah. yeah. Philippians 3.8 might be one of the greatest verses in the history yeah. of verses. Yeah. You guys need to talk a little bit because wow. I'm losing my voice. So well, you're just on fire. I'm well, just letting you go. We and I also can't really hear you. <laughs> no, just like, what did he say? <laughs> With everyone so loud and they're cutting in and out. No. Are you going to read the verse or no? He did. He said Philippians. You didn't even read it. Did you? Yeah. He just read it. Oh, okay. Well, I I mean... <laughs> I didn't know. Someone wasn't paying attention. I heard him say that verse. I didn't realize that was... I mean, easy. counting the cost is a Christian. 4-2 good guys. Let's go. 4-2 good guys. Shout out the New York Rangers. Nick if is you, not a hockey fan. Let I am Rangers. now. Yeah, I'm a big hockey guy now. now. New York hey, Rangers, Leona. if you're watching Hi, this. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> it always happens in the podcast. Just, it's like, know your word. You know, it says in... Uh, what's that verse? <laughs> Genesis. <laughs> it's in there. We had that in Bible college. Uh, where I think Robert Ferguson was teaching. And he quoted a scripture without actually quoting it. He's like, you know, the Bible says blah, blah, blah. And a student was being cheeky and was like, hey, where does it say that? And his response was from Genesis to Revelation. Somewhere in between there. No, no, no. I'm dying. What a legend. <laughs> That's the greatest response. Checkmate right there. Yeah, I'm got him. Saying the that. great thing about... I would just say, like, being a Christian is, like, you consistently count the cost. Like, you count the cost before you're like, all right, you know, I've experienced salvation. I'm counting the cost. But it's like we were talking about persevering, talking about, like, your commitment, conviction, consistency, things like that. Um, I I think about certain, like, situations where, like, I've talked to people and I'm like, man, like, I, I wish I could, like, you know, whatever, find ways to make more money or something like that. And like, yeah, man, well, you know, like, dude, you're at church, like, four or five nights a week. Like, man, if you just, like, stop, like, serving at church so much, like, you could, like, find a job. You could probably make more money. You could probably get a promotion stuff like that. But it's like, 
no, like I'm not compromising on my convictions and my commitment of like being found in the house of God for a few extra bucks. And I love, I love your testimony. I don't think a lot of people know your testimony, but it's incredible. We talked a little bit about it last week. <laughs> no, it's just one of those things, Let's you take know, the next like, 20 minutes. <laughs> the, <laughs> Started Nick. in 1992. March 11th, 1992, Nick was born. <laughs> he almost wasn't Nick Nackinen. 30 gang. But, uh, no, just about, like, your ins and outs, your ups and downs, and, like, persevering through that, and, like, what what were some of the things in your life, and Brooke, you too, well, you've always been, yeah, bro. I've been pretty steady, not getting it. That boring, consistent (laughs) stories, being faithful. You always followed Jesus? Now, I I used to always, for, like, the longest time, I used to look at people like Brooke, who, like, when they got saved, like, the light just switched and, like, they never looked back. I used to look at people like that, and I used to be so jealous because I'm like, man, that wasn't me. Like, I was super on fire, and then the next season I was backslidden. And I did that for years and years, but I always came back. And actually, just recently, I was on the golf course with, you know, Josh Kelly. And he, he looked at me. We were just, like, walking, and he was like, well, you're still here. Wow. And I was like, what? Wait. Whoa. Segway. Sorry. Well, shout out. <laughs> but he's like, you're still here. And I was like, what? And he's like, all these years later, he's like, you know, you've seen a lot of people come and go in church. I mean, we both have. We grew up together. He's like, and yet, like, you stuck around. And I obviously, like, you go through seasons of, like, backsliding, and you're like, oh, like, you have shame and regret and stuff like that. And you feel like your testimony's kind of, like, tainted. But, like, I look back on it, and, like, you know, like, where other people may have been like, you know, I'm leaving church. I'm leaving like my walk with Jesus behind. Like I'm almost like, I'm not proud of those seasons, but I'm proud that like, I always found my way back to God. And I always mm. knew that I was going to come back. Even T- when tell I was me away. through that though. When you're away, you're not following God. Mm-hmm. You're in quote unquote back sudden season. Yeah. What were those things that drew you back? Um, I mean, I mean, it's just when you come to the end of yourself and you realize that, like, oh, wow, the grass actually isn't greener. Because we, as Christians, can look at that life that the world is living and think that, like, man, that's freedom. And Christianity is just rules and regulation. And I can't go out and get drunk and I can't smoke weed and I can't, you know, sleep around when I'm not married. Like, it looks like the world is experiencing true freedom. Until you go live that, and you realize that you're just so empty inside with a blank void that only can be filled by Jesus. Wow. And I did that so many times. And finally I came to the point where I'm like, what am I doing? I've done this so many times. I know that I'm going to go back. I'm going to rededicate my life. I'm going to live this life with God. So, like, why am I wasting time right now? And, I mean, I just remember being in a season where it was like, it just, it finally clicked for me. And that's incredible. She never looked back. So let me throw it over to you now, Brooke. Okay. Because you've been in this church for oh, a yeah. while. Yeah. Seeing people, right. It, well, you would agree, though, that like that first year on fire for God, second year, you know, maybe not as much, and you have your seasons. Mm-hmm. And then there comes a time that you're like, hey, this is just, this is what I do. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. Um, and you're seeing people come and go in church. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And people that you were worshiping next to. 
and press it in with. They're, they're not next to you anymore. Yeah. How do you process that? How do you, how do you work through that? How do you, how do you reconcile, you know, that you're still being passionate, faithful, loving God and the friend next to you? I'm sure there are you students listening right now yeah. who are in that season. Yeah. Who they were walking with people and they were in crew together. They were praying together and they're like going hard and partying right now. Yeah. And they're still here at youth. Yeah. I would say for me, what always gives me hope is that like, like I guess Nick was kind of saying like once, I don't know. I feel like once you taste and see and you, you experience the presence of God and you experience Jesus, I just feel like they're they're going to have to come to a point where they realize that, like Nick said, there's a void that only Jesus can fill. Yeah. And so even if they are living away, and maybe it'll be 10, 20, I don't know how long, I just pray and believe that they will come back because they did, you know, have that experience where they were able to experience God and there will never in their life yeah. be anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like I stand firm and, and know what I believe and focus on my relationship. And. I was going to say there's so much power in, like, our perseverance where, like, I I have, like, friends from way back in the day when I was in those backslidden times that, like, will still reach out to me now and be like, hey, man, like, I'm really going through it. Like, are you still doing the church thing? And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm still doing the church thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah, because those friends that w- were apart, I think because they see that, like, because th- they would always say, like, it's just a season. It's just a season. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you'll it's be out of season. it. And yeah, I was what thirteen. Yeah. Um, now um, a lot older, <laughs> but like thirteen to twenty-eight. Like you yeah. know, what I'm saying that that's been a long time. They're like, wow, she's still really involved. She's right? still in you. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, still in you specifically. You? But like yeah, they do see that, yeah. and they're like, wow, like maybe this isn't just a season. And then they're kind of like, if they do have problems where they're going through something, yeah. they always come to me because they're like, yeah, yeah, I'm the one that's so. I, I want to throw it to you guys in a second. I want you guys to think about, think about it. But if you were to encourage students right now, seasons are so unique, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You have the common familiar seasons. Yeah. Then you have seasons of adversity, mm-hmm. issues and problems. And then you have seasons of, of mount, mountaintops. Like I would say, like, a lot of times you get a season where you're just like, they don't winning right now. Yeah. Right? Living the dream. LTD? Yeah. How do students persevere, persevere? I guess this is like a massively loaded question, but I just want you to give just one thing of students staying faithful when it seems like this is just kind of common and familiar and they're starting to look through the glass. They're starting to look out and go, man, that's looking pretty good right now. How do they remain connected and passionate about the things of God? It was funny when you guys were talking, I was thinking about how Christianity is such a corporate thing. Mm-hmm. We're in crews, encouraging each other's. You were doing life together, yet it's an incredibly personal thing. It's a, your relationship with God. There's that verse in Ephesians that it talks about, um, you know, caring for one another and caring for yourself. It's within the same uh, subject, uh, a paragraph, whatever it is. And uh, it's it's just an interesting dichotomy, tension, that is, it's so personal, yeah. yet it's so corporate. Yeah. It's so intimate, yet it is so, you know, relational. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's a tough tension there. But back to the question, uh, or it's a unique tension. Okay, so I would say, like, 
if you're starting to have those, like where you said, peeking through the glass, go around people. Like, like you were just saying, like, oh, sometimes I feel like, you know, my testimony or whatever. But, like, obviously God uses your testimony and there's yeah. power in your testimony. And so maybe go to someone like Nick or someone who had that experience and, you know, Nick will tell you firsthand, like, look, I did experience that and this is why it's not worth it and this is why you, you know, encourage to stay faithful because, I mean, I would always encourage people like they say, because I feel like for me, that was why I was never really tempted in that, you know, waiver because I would, I had people around me that did do those things and they were like encouraging me and like encouraging my walk that those things aren't fulfilling, aren't lasting. Because um, they say what, a uh, wise person learns from their mistakes, but a wiser person learns from other people's mistakes. So... Wow. What a great fortune cookie, right? <laughs> what are the lotto numbers? On the I back just of that? make that up myself. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I would say it's great uh, for talk our, to people. Uh, Christian podcast. Talk, yeah. to your, <laughs> talk to your talk to your crew leaders. Talk to people who yeah. maybe you know did have those experiences, and they'll, they'll, they'll I know they'll in, tell That's you that great. those great. things aren't lasting. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty seconds. Go. Yep. I would just say that <laughs> when you look at what God has done in your life mm-hmm. in those situations, it's really hard to stay in that season. Like when I look back, like if I'm ever in a season of mundane and I look back at what God's done in my life, whether it was like physical healing, whether it was like spiritual healing, whether it was like where I was before I experienced salvation in him, the type of person I was and who I was afterwards. Like it's hard to look at that and be like, yeah, but I still don't know about the whole Christian thing. Like when you look at that and you kind of have like a fresh perspective, like dang, like, or even just look around you at what God's doing in other people's lives. Yeah. Like how do you not feel encouraged by that? So I look at that and I'm like, man, great. this truly is the life that is worth living. Mm. This is the life that is truly life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. There it is. We're, really We're going to move to our segment, question and answer. Cool, cool. That was great, though, both of you. Fantastic. Wow. Thanks. Great wisdom. Great. Well, hey, guys. It's that time of the night again. <laughs> We're so jumping right into our Q&As. We're going to have the number listed below like we always do. Make sure you send your questions in. We always in. do it this time. Dun, dun, dun. That's the first thing that came in my mind. Maybe we'll answer your questions. <laughs> Maybe we won't. <laughs> but please funny. send them in so that we actually have questions so that I can continue to do my question bit. But Pastor Brian. Wow, it's late. Send in, send in some cues. He said, what? <laughs> about. Okay. I'm dying. I thought he said about. Oh, I thought he said okay. I don't know what he said. Um, I'm dying. He has no ho- idea what Hopefully we get some more questions. So the first question, um, tonight in Luke 14, you talked about uh, losing our salt. So oh, the, sorry, Brooke. Are we boring you? Wow, I <laughs> forgot. I was on camera. I forgot on camera. That's really embarrassing. I'm um, sorry. We'll edit that out. And post Yo, right it's now. late. So the question it's is: after dark. <laughs> how do we stay salty? Salty. 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 Pra- practically, keep God, vision, dream in front yeah. of you. I think one of the things that Christians can kind of lose their saltiness. Yeah. Their effectiveness, yeah. their uh, influence is like we like we've just been talking about the common. Yeah, uh, I think it's always reminding yourself of the mission and the purpose. Um, and it was f- interesting. We were talking about a lot about that. My brain was going to a place of you know, quote unquote, falling away or backsliding. Uh, thinking about God, w- what does God think about that? Are, yeah. we, are we disappointing God? 
How does God view that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. God's big. Yeah. yeah. He's loving. He's loving. He's merciful. He's caring. He's faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Scripture says that when we're faithless, He remains faithful. Oof. I think God still cares. And, but I think a lot of times we think like, "Oh man, we're disappointing God." Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Like it. Maybe this is more just thought provoking to to have people think and yeah. go after God and and search Him and I don't know if we're disappointing God as much as we're disappointing those around us. Hmm. Yeah, like God has specifically placed you in this time, in this region, in this area, yeah. you know, to bring forth the kingdom of God and to be a light and to be the salt. Yeah, and when you're not salty then you're robbing others of what God wants to do through you. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I think remaining salty and keeping that salt saltiness is what, what we've just been talking about so much is yeah. like, you know, you could talk about having good disciplines and all those things, but I don't think discipline leads to like joy and passion and zeal and peace and all those things. I think it's a, it's a, a it's an affection for God. It's loving God. It's yeah. spending time with him. And I think that's, that, that, that's a lifetime pursuit, mm-hmm. but I think always keeping mission and purpose in front of you, knowing that Christianity, yes, God saved you, but he, he didn't just save you to put you in heaven. He, yeah. he has a purpose for you yeah. here. That's and good. so keeping that in front of you, I think is massive. Yeah. Well, I said a 20 minute pod. We're over, Nick. We're over. Are we doing number two? Are we just vibing? We do number two. Real quick. Number two. Uh, number I feel two. like this is pretty much going to be a question just for me and Brooke because you don't even you're know not even on Instagram. Out. So the second question is, Favorite TikTok trend. Favorite TikTok trend. Favorite TikTok Honestly, trend. Honestly. Uh, have you seen a TikTok video that you... I saw your TikTok video where you're trying the sodas. Oh, yeah. True fun. North, yeah. Favorite yeah. TikTok trend is probably... Brooke, why do you look so confused right no, now? No, I was like, you said our TikTok. I'm like, I didn't put it, but you meant the... Yo, we did pretty good on the Pepsi challenge. I'm just saying. You did, I heard you did really well. We were three okay. out of five. We just got the last There's two. There's so... I can't even think because there's so many TikTok trends I love, but the first one that comes to mind is the... It must be nice. I'm oh, trying to get yes. like you, my, my boy. boy. Or the one where it's like the lips on something be like, even when the sky is falling. Oh, that <laughs> one was like actually really me, good. Me, yeah. me, my clothes in the dryer as <laughs> three days <laughs> for three days. <laughs> even no, when that the was sky actually really good. I also loved the um the like one with like the Doctor Evil voice, and I was like, and the best part is no one mm, can stop me. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many good TikToks. There's, I love there's TikTok a lot friends. of good. I love TikTok. I, I love TikTok more than yeah, I love Instagram. I could I could delete I Instagram and never use it again Fact. and just use TikTok. TikTok Fact. is like a bottomless so pit of just funny. constantly swiping. But yeah, I, I think next week we're gonna talk about how Christians live during the summer months. Oh, that's great. High school and middle Ooh. school. I think we're gonna talk about modesty next week. Ooh, Ooh. it's such like a weird subject. Yeah. that like we modesty. don't talk about it anymore. Yeah, but like summer months. Modest is honest. Oof. Yes. Who's way honest than not me? So cringe. Modest no, I, I don't know. Just like, how do you keep loving Jesus and being faithful and it's a different rhythm and routine and season? I don't know. That's what we'll talk about next week. Love it. Love that. Well, hey, youth. Okay, that is youth. going to pretty much wrap it up for us tonight. We appreciate you tuning in to Youth After Dark, episode 10. Just a reminder, next time we have Mr. Softy. Hang time is back to outside. It's going to be a vibe, so make sure that you're here next Wednesday, next Thursday morning with us on the pod. Pastor Brian is gone, but hey, we love you guys. Be blessed.
Hey church, True North Youth is happening on Wednesday nights right here at our Mullica Hill campus at seven o'clock. It's from seven to 8.30. And we really wanna cultivate an environment of just relationships and encouragement right here at youth. So no matter where your student finds themselves during the week, whether they have a, a good week at school or a bad week at school where they're struggling in sports or wherever they may find themselves, they can come in on a Wednesday night and experience some encouragement, some hope, some peace that they can come in during praise and worship and have a God encounter. And we really believe that when they come into youth on a Wednesday night, they're gonna leave change, empowered and encouraged. So we would love to host your students here at youth seven o'clock right here at our Mullica Hill campus. We would love to see them out.